Set your butane torches to high and your expectations to low. Coming to you live from just the tip cigars in the hills of the Steel City. Get ready to get your fix. This is the Cigar Junkies Podcast. Welcome to the Cigar Junkies Podcast. The cigar show for the community by the community. A forum that talks stogies, booze, food, and anything else in cigar lifestyle. If you're looking for ratings, negativity, reviews, or an authority on all things cigars, you came to the wrong place. Whether you like what you hear or not, please join the conversation and let us know by finding us at the Cigar Junkies Facebook group. Or emailing us at the Cigar Junkies at gmail.com. What's up, junkies? I'm Corey. I'm Sam. Oh, and I'm Jason. And we are the Cigar <laughs> Junkies. And if you're listening to that, that means you are too. And this show is being made, maybe not for your enjoyment, but for your time-passing abilities. We invite you to help us shape this show into something you will love by giving us your feedback by going to the thecigarjunkiespodcast.com, emailing us at thecigarjunkies at gmail.com, and you can help us grow our community by liking, subscribing, and sharing on every platform and in person. Word of mouth is helpful, too. Let's continue this incredible journey together. Thank you guys for your support. Hell yeah. Oh, like shit. It was official. Oh. <laughs> Ding. Dang, it didn't last No, long. that did not take long. Remember that whole get them out before the show thing? I yeah. think you just encouraged bad behavior. It's potential. No, 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 no. There was a problem. I missed my ritual. Ah. You guys can participate with the tasting of this because you haven't had it before. <laughs> I think we had enough tequila this week, yeah. by the way. I've, baby, 15 is my limit. <laughs> it's a new this is bottle number three. So this is the Dos Hombres. Dos Hombres. Which is uh, the gentleman from Breaking Bad. Which one? Uh, Brian Cranston and was this Aaron Paul? I, I don't know. The, the two main characters, the actors. The oh, two yeah. main characters, actors. I, I was hoping it was the chicken joint guy. Company. Smell first. Oh, yeah. Smells like tequila. Mm. Yeah. There's something different. Little smokiness, little peaty. It's, it's, when it's colder, it's harder to pick up. When I got it yesterday, it was room temperature. It's, it's almost got like a corn uh, quality to it. Very much when we first took it out, it was like, hey, this is real reminiscent of a peated scotch. Like that, as soon as it smelled, I was like, what's going on here? It's something different. Yeah, Special, I'm 100% going to go with the smoky and peaty thing. You like it? Yeah. I it's, like a, it. it's a party. It's a great time. It's like a party in my mouth hole. You know what's funny? Corey's like, I can't, I can't do tasting notes on cigars, but he's like, tell you what, you put some tequila like, in front of him, and tequila? he's like, I'm good. This agave good. was I got you. a week too old. <laughs> This agave was picked before it was ripe. <gasps> no. Can can we please click anywhere on the black so that that <laughs> red box goes away? Oh, it was man. Just, it was yeah. driving me I nuts, I asked too, you actually. earlier, and you were like, yep, don't worry. Oh, Watch wait this. till you see this. Yeah. Oh, it was the transition. Yeah. You know what? He did the old... Hey, y'all, watch this. Oh, share. Excuse me while I, I whip this out. Excuse me while Dude, this, I... So... We are guys, very out of sorts, if you can't tell by our background. <laughs> if we you guys are, found us somehow... Um, the one thing I can explain to you about a little bit of difference going on here today. Obviously, we're in a different portion of Just the Tip Cigars here in South Park, Bavarian Ooh. Village Shopping Center. Um, but also the the equipment setup is a bit different as well. So this time we were on time, but we just weren't. We didn't make it on time into the lives, Never. into the shares. Yeah, we. Uh, oh, it was even worse than that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be okay. 
Um, yeah, Corey, I, I don't know if you've realized, we're not charming, though. Well, not all. Not at all. What's uh, up, Colby? Tequila helps. By the way, if I start a tequila company, I'm thinking liquor tequila. Typing it out, maybe? No. But, ah, no. It, it didn't that, sound as that one flopped. No, yeah, it's not as good as That was loud. horrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was, that was terrible. Uh, how was your week? My week was pretty decent. Mm. Uh, had a very, very, very enjoyable business meeting on Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about <laughs> it. A little, little group bonding. So, shall we start at the beginning? Oh, okay. yeah. Sure. So, Corey walks into a cigar shop. How about how was your week? That this is, this, my this week. is part okay, of his week. Okay, this, yeah, how was your week? Is, there we go. Yeah, this is how I'm starting my week. Um, so, this is actually. Well, you actually had a scheduled appointment at the cigar that's, shop. That's, that's, that's accurate. Yeah. We've been trying to get. Um, Organized. Mm. You see how well that's working. So, anywho's, I come in. Jason and Sam are already here, and I had thought about it a few times. I walk in, and the first thing I thought was, "Man, I should have brought tequila." And they're like, "No, you don't need tequila. This is a business meeting. <laughs> tequila is a bad idea." And that's I'm like, "I don't know if it's a bad idea." They're like, "No," and I'm like, "You know what? F you." There's a liquor store at the end of this shopping. Center. Time out. Yes. Yeah, we knew that was going to happen. <laughs> it's, better, it's, it's, better, it's better from my perspective, trust me. You shouldn't have done that. Because here's what happens. I go to the liquor store. I go to select one of my normal tequilas in the $35 ranges. They don't have any because this is a small liquor store. Mm-hmm. So what did I end up with? Uh, Trey Generations? No, that was uh, Casamigos. Casa, Casamigos, yeah. yeah. Which is a fifty plus dollar bottle of tequila. But I'm like it tasted I've like got it. trade I've got trade generations at home. I've got the twenty one seeds. I've got a few like it'll be good to have another bottle in the house. So I bring it on back and I come back and there's three glasses on the table. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Did you bugs bunny me? <laughs> no, you don't need it. You won't do it. Well, I, well, come back. I come back. You ever play pool? And then you get to that second game, and the stakes are up, and all of a sudden, He's that guy starts weird. playing real good, and you're like, oh, I oh. effed up. <laughs> it was at that moment he realized yeah. he messed up. So how long were we here? Three, three and a half, four three, hours. Three hours, four hours, yeah. We, Jason, Sam, and me, yeah. downed one and one quarter fifths of tequila in that time. Yeah. Yep. And I was the only one that was like pretty much at normal keel. I was like, I could take some of this home. They're like, no, don't worry about it. We don't want you to have to carry yeah, it. Yeah, bottle. yeah. That bottle's not heavy. a problem. <laughs> but hey, at least I pulled, you know, I pulled a bottle out too. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, it had already been worked on, but, you know, I tried. I tried it to be a nice guy. So, but, yeah. but it ended up being a fun meeting. Good yeah, time. it did. It, it's, it's very funny because the next day I was like, cool, I'm going to do my homework. And I started getting to work on being real productive. And then finally, I, one of the things we need to change is going to, Leaning house and picking cigars up because it's not <laughs> yeah. close to us, right? It's close to Jason. But, like, we need to go through and pick out a bunch of stuff. Because every week, poor Dave, I call him or text him. I'm like, hey, man, what are we smoking this week? And he's like, I don't know. Oh. I'll tell you when I get in the shop tomorrow. And then two days later, I text him again. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, uh, here, here's the thing. And then I tell Jason, hey, go get the thing. Well, Dave told me on, like, Thursday or Friday, I think Friday, what the cigar of the week was. Yeah. I make a banner ad. Completely ne- neglected to ask Jason to pick it up. Yeah. And so I call him last night. What's what's great is I do prep for the show. I shave to reset for the show every week. So I'm in the bathroom shaving. 
I've got shaving cream from my chin to the top of my head. And I was like, uh-oh. So I called Jason. <laughs> and the only answer, he called me back. But there was the nooks and crannies of my phone full of shaving cream. Because oh. I'm holding up to I'm like, hey, Jason, I know I didn't ask you to go get the cigar <laughs> of the week, but is there any chance just out of muscle memory you went over to Leaning House and grabbed it? He's like, uh-uh. <laughs> I was like, I don't imagine you could tonight. He's like, uh-uh. I'm out with my family. I'm like, all right, I'll figure it out. <laughs> so so that last night I have to call Chase or Sam and be like, hey, man, we need an audible. Can you can you pick a cigar? <laughs> lots, <laughs> to, lots of audibles. Really? Actually, I, did you see the what banner? What did we go with? Well, we, I mean, we're, we're talking about the cigar. Let's, let's, can we, we can. Let, we could just do that and then come back to it. Is yeah, this, hey. from, this is from you, though. Yeah, right? it's from me. It's part of the audible. Yes, it is. Did I not change it? It's time for the Cigar of the Week, brought to you by Just the Tip Cigars. Are you looking for the best selection of boutique cigars? Do you want the tried and true legacy brands that are synonymous with the cigar lifestyle? Do you want luxurious cutters, lighters, and other accessories? Do you want to relax in the most comfortable cigar lounge in the Berg? Then you want Just the Tip Cigars. Conveniently located in the Bavarian Village Shopping Center in South Park, Pennsylvania, Just the Tip Cigars has been tailor-built to your smoking needs. Whether you visit in person or on the web at justthetipcigars.com, when it comes to cigars, Just the Tip is the whole package. Just the Tip is the whole package, and the whole package this week is the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Sun-Grown Torpedo. Guys, can we just shorten some of these names? Yeah. You know what I mean? Ryan comes in, he's like, what cigar was it? The Perdomo, I'm like, uh, 20th, sun-grown, torpedo. Like, it's it's a lot, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, can't, a lot of words. Well, talking about names, because we're not going to go right into the segment, because why would we? Nah, bird dogs. So you started naming tequilas. Bird walks. 21 seeds. Mm. Yeah, trace something, dose ombre. Why do they all start with numbers? Why they all, why, why they, why well, they many all, of them don't. Yeah, but like, but like, why why do so many? Is there a well, reason? Well, Dos Ombres is two guys. Yeah, and there's two Nuh-uh. guys that did that. Their brand. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that one's pretty pretty straight up. I'm assuming trade generations is because they've been in business for three generations. Oh, I've I'm not judging the meaning behind the names. I'm just wondering why tequila seems to tend towards these types of. Uh, Numerical association. It's it's you guys. I like, use big I bet, words. I bet, I bet it's a couple Mexican guys sitting around the table going, "Do you know what will be a good idea, my? <laughs> we just call this three generations, and we say it in Espanol, and the American people will just eat it the fuck up, my. Drink it. I owe ah! <laughs> Drink it the f up, sir. Drink oh it yes. Up. Now you guys, I'm gonna go into the cigar of the week. Yeah, but you bird walked. We have to go back to how was your week because I didn't even finish. Oh mine. yeah, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> we just got to the consuming <laughs> the tequila part. He's like, I want to go. I want to go. All right. Well, you Sam. were talking about the cigar, so I was like, well, let's do it. It's a segue. Salud. Just- <laughs> 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 Show's over, guys. Peace. Uh, the 25th anniversary of Sun Grown features a Nicaraguan Sun Grown, obviously wrapper, a binder from Nicaragua, and a filler from Nicaragua. We are smoking the six by fifty four torpedo. And one of the trademarks of the Perdomo Torpedo mm-hmm. is the incredibly uh, dangerous point. Oh, it's yeah. It's like the sharpest tip you're ever going to see on a torpedo, man. Just the tip, though. Yes. You could use that that guy as a dart. Mm, oh, yeah. You see me thinking of words that don't swear. Are, like, are, 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 like, I'm, I'm enjoying like, watching the process. Let's, let's explore the rest of my oh. vocabulary. It is very limited. Um 
So let me hurry up and get back in, and then I'll tell you some more. I just more want to say hi to Chris Scales and my mom. What's and, up, Chris? And Troy Harper. And then you can go. Yeah, fair enough. So we'll, we'll get right back into some more details about Perdomo cigars and what is interesting about them. Um, but in the interim, so I went on a voyage yesterday. <gasps> a voyage? Yeah, Hello, Kevin Burgess. Like a truck voyage. Is it still a voyage if you drive? I don't know. Were you, you, somebody was arguing with me yesterday. It might have been my cousin. No, you weren't you. Wasn't me. About driving a, in the water. I'm like, you don't drive now. Planes drive. I'm like, no, they fly. He's like, well, when they land. I'm like, it has to have wheels. Anyways, I digress. So, Ohio. Do they drive my or do they taxi? My cousin lives in Ohio. I volunteered last week to take my grandparents who live in the plum area. So I drive essentially an hour to get my grandparents. Drive two hours to Ohio to take them to visit my cousin who just had his second well, his wife had his second baby okay. a couple of weeks ago. Uh, saw a new baby, Anna. She's great. She looks just like I remember my 90-something-year-old great-grandma, who was also named Anna. Uh, but we called her Grandma Peachy, and this baby looks like a peach. So I'm like, I'm going to call her Peachy. She's all fuzzy. Anywho's, Ohio liquor store, legit, bro. Oh, yeah. I went in there, and I was like, I want to get that. I actually tried calling Dave. I tried calling Evan because I was like, I don't know enough about what's here. I need something that I can't get all the time, which is how I ended up with the Dos Hombres. So grab the tequila, go back to my cousins, hang there, drink, throw knives and uh, axe it, it logs terribly with zero success. Yeah, they're terrible. It's so much harder than people think. Almost lo- lose ones. this stuff. Dude, we spent 20 minutes looking for one of the knives. Because I was like, I do not want to be the guy that's the reason that whenever it got nice out in your new yard, <laughs> your your toddler son went out and got a knife in his foot. We've got to find this. Bro, I'm picturing a lawnmower hitting it. That's what I was thinking. That's what I told him. I said, go get your lawnmower. We'll find it like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't do it. So we found it eventually. Cool. On my way home, my uncle just uh, came up. So he was like, I'll take them home. He took the load off me so I didn't have to do an extra hour or two hours of driving, whatever. So I'm like, okay, what cigar shops are close to here? And I ended up going to a place in Akron called the Cigar Lodge. Wow. That place is legit, bro. You would have a membership there like a motherfucker. Yeah. Ding. Ding. Damn is not. Ding. Damn does not count. Ding. No. (laughs) Keep saying it. I'll give you the F. Damn. (laughs) Well, I think we agreed upon that last week. I think so, too. But it was just really fun to watch you just. (laughs) Dude. F. S. This place is huge. Yeah. They have an actual bar. Not only that, they have a separate tequila bar that's just tequila. And Jason, they have a golf simulator. Oh, dude. Yeah. This place looked like Tony Soprano opened a cigar club. Oh, nice. It was dark and like the light, like the the dim neon light colors everywhere and stuff. Mm -hmm. There's one section where there's like just a bunch of TVs on the floor. So you can just kind of sit in a row and watch. Dude, there's TVs everywhere, like a movie theater room and stuff. That place is awesome. If you listen to this and you live in the Ohio area, go there. Give them 50 bucks. And that includes a locker for a monthly membership. 50 bucks a month includes a locker in a place with a golf simulator. They must do it with volume because this place is big, and they could probably take a lot of members. It is a really nice establishment, man. Like, if we ever do a road show beyond Pennsylvania to go to another another uh, tobacconist, we're going there. 
for sure. I just can't believe I haven't heard super of it. Super awesome. Yeah, and apparently he owns numerous. Uh, the yeah. owner's name is Doug. Doug was not there. Um, Melissa was the name, I believe. It started with an M. The Melissa lady and Doug, that, really? That, uh, that was hanging out and talking to me, working the working the place. It was it was it was nice. You could tell she was she was an older lady, but she was very very polite and awesome and cool to me, and and obviously had some enhancements, which was nice. Oh, that does always add a yeah certain caliber of deliciousness to the situation. So anyway, how was your week? I don't know. They just wash into each other anymore. Um, what do we have? Soaping them up. I mean, we had Thursday. That was, Thir- that was Thursday fun. feels like the start of the week, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. That was that was a good Tequila. one. Tequila reset. It was the end of the week. Is what, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It was a reset. Um, no, yet yesterday was good. We were bumping in here all day. Um, a lot of cool stuff. Uh, you know, we looked into some of the stuff we talked about, the, you know, the little shiny doubloons and whatnot. So that was cool. Um, so yeah, that's really I got nothing this week, man. I'm sure I'll think of something Instead as soon as we switch. Just doing those, the coins. What if that was the prize in the cereal, cigar junkie cereal? <laughs> Robustos and torpedoes, you, <laughs> toros and balloons. Uh, my and bellicosos. My, my week went by pretty quick. Uh, I worked daylight all week. Uh, got into a new game. Um, and that's about it. What's Which the game? new game? Uh, it's called Hell Divers Two. It's so so. Think about have you Is guys this seen like Pacific Rim? You go through the rift, but it's it's hell. No, have you, have you seen uh, Starship Troopers? Yes, like the There's like the comedy there. behind Starship Troopers. Yeah. It's basically like that. Oh, cool. You know, there's there's actually like if if I think about it now, and I never did until this moment. A lot of like fallout humor on like the the produced old school produced humor. Like it's supposed to be serious but it's funny. Right. Kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Great movie. Boobies in that, yeah. They're coming out with a fallout series. Yeah. Come out that. with Star Starship Troopers too. Uh they're also coming out have you guys they heard should. uh of the video game Borderlands. Yeah. yeah. They're coming out with a series. On oh, Borderlands, yeah, yeah. Or a mov- it's a movie it's, or a series. No, it, yeah, and and that's been coming for a while. That's not uh, the new trailers news. dropped. Yeah, I saw a screenshot of it. The problem is nowadays I don't know what streaming service it's on. Yeah, it's going to change week to week. I'm the so biggest, tired of the streaming service. The problem that I have is, generally speaking, if I know, excuse me, if I know I'm going to watch something, I try not to watch a trailer because the best parts are all in there. Yeah, man, like Thor Ragnarok. I know him. He's a friend from work. Like, that would have been so much That was the best line, yeah. I didn't yeah. know it was coming. Um, yeah. So, you know, happy whatever. I'm actually a little distracted that's by not that the real. So that is you. the cast. Wait, that's yeah, the real cast? That's the, the cast, cast yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis and stuff. Kate Blanchett, Jack, Jack Black, Black, Jamie uh, Lee Curtis, Rat Kevin. Trap or Claptrap. Claptrap, yeah. Clap yeah, 100% had to be. Um, Ariana, I don't know who that is. But, but the point was to figure out which streaming service. Do you have the streaming service? Can you, uh, can you see which one it's going to be we'll on? See. Yeah. Because that, that ends up being the ultimate challenge, really. Well, and that said movie, not series. That's yeah, a film. Yeah. Mm. Even better. Then no streaming service. Yeah. Which is cool, too. You know what I mean? Or all. Or both. I just hope it's good. There was a time. And not, and not doggy do. Yeah. Hello, Keith Kilburn. How are you today? All things are possible. 
uh, through Christ. Well, I took a turn. Yeah, he, yeah, you went away. <laughs> oh. They say he's coming back. <laughs> Keith Coburn? <laughs> he said he's got family in the area. Of course he's going to come back. Jesus Christ. Oh, you can call me Sam. Oh, man. Now, there was something There was something on the video game front. We went into the Fallout real quick, and my brain had something, and I should have took a I note. Told, start, I know. Right, I have the pen. Right, I, I do have yeah. it. I'm just not, not in that mind space of, wow. What did he just have? What'd you do? The coffee is strong this morning, <laughs> yeah. boys. Ryan made it. Good. God, that was gravy. a that, face. What did that a pot of coffee cost? Like fourteen dollars and ninety seven cents. He doesn't Why know is, he's not paying for the coffee. Why was your face not on there earlier? <laughs> My goodness. Because I because I'm not like oh hey let me reach down here grab my cup of coffee. Put over the camera. Take a coffee sip of my coffee. Us. Coffee shot. <laughs> Hi ladies. Cigar junkies brought to you by Maxwell Health. Folgers. All right, so let's go back, uh, and we'll see How what How dare Parker you waits. bring Maxwell House into my home? <sighs> Make the house your home. Did you ever see the Tokers commercial? I, I no. I've seen the Joker commercial. The Tokers commercial. It's like a Folgers commercial, but the kid shows up at home. It's early in the morning, Christmas Is morning. Is that the incest Gra- one? No. Oh. <laughs> Grandma greets him at the door, and he's like, Mom. Or she's like, did you bring it? He's like, yeah, I got a fresh can of. Tokers, and it's just a coffee can full of bud. So it's grandma sitting there with a giant dragon bong. And then the parents, you, you see them Grandma's awesome. wake up with like the Folgers wake up, and they come downstairs and they're like, he's home. And then it's a whole family just sitting around hitting the bong. I think of a different one, man. There's so there's one, it's it's exactly a Folger, but it's not, it's a Folgers. <gasps> that one commercial. cracks me up. Yeah. yeah, bro. So this dude like comes home from being in service or whatever, and he like puts on. No, he's coffee. in Africa. His parents have him it's doing like uh, service in yeah. Africa. And like so like the sister comes yeah. down and wakes up first and comes down to the coffee. And she's like, I knew it was you. And like apparently they've been banging and crap. <laughs> I've seen the that. parents come like, down. You can't be here. That's why we sent <laughs> you to Africa. What <laughs> you're doing is wrong. This is wrong. But we love each other. Your family. <laughs> He's like, I've known you all my life. Will you marry me? <laughs> Messed up. <laughs> Messed up. It was. <laughs> Over here, I hear him giggling. He's like, Oh, it's like a family reunion at my place. Um, West Virginia, huh? Hey. According to Perdomo's website, the Perdomo 20th anniversary sun-grown has a gorgeous, gorgeous. It is gorgeous. Eight-year-old Cuban seed Nicaraguan sun-grown wrapper uh, that are bourbon barrel-aged for an additional 10 months to ensure rich, earthy flavors pair perfectly with a higher-priming Cuban seed Nicaraguan binder and filler blend that offers a balance of spice and subtle hints of oak and cedar finish. Headquartered in Miami, Florida, with agricultural and manufacturing facilities in Esteli, Nicaragua, a vertically integrated cigar manufacturer, they control every process, which I respect a lot. Is that what you respect about them? It's what I respect about them. Uh, from agricultural operations in the fertile valleys of Esteli, Candega, uh, and the famed Jalapa regions of Nicaragua, Jalapa. to the distribution center in Miami, Florida, um, established in 1992, another important note, every single Perdomo cigars draw yeah. tested on a machine which I appreciate because uh, the one cigar that I don't like is the one that doesn't draw. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. 100%. How, how do you how do you draw test a closed cigar? They don't put the cap on. They don't put the cap they, on. It's yet. actually if I'm not mistaken it's before the wrapper goes on. 
It may or may not be because I, I don't think I don't, the rapper shouldn't be a, f- a factor. I, b- I believe the rapper's on when they when they do it. Either way, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, because the, the cap is the important thing. But yeah. they actually have machines that they yeah. they stick it in the hole and it. Yep. It's like a weekend with Eric. Nah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, uh, I know Agonorsa does that as well, and I th- want to say Rojas does. I think they said, but I'm not not I mean, certain on that one. Most of them by now should be. Yeah, it should be to keep just, up with the Kardashians or whatever yeah. the saying is. Yeah, unless it's less than one paper Lincoln, yeah. it should be a, a like th- that should be the way. Unless, like, we get it. Stuff changes. Stuff happens. That is where I drew the material from. Is from the Perdomo website to which he's looking now. I, I could tell when when you started by saying, according to Perdomo's website. Well, I saw. I'm, I'm distracted <laughs> Just by shiny about- things. It's not often that <laughs> these we lights can are see, giving you problems. You know. Th- that Cub Scout image is just disturbing, Jason. I don't know why you're looking at that. Ooh. I don't know if it has anything to do with the activities you have planned for hey, this afternoon. Hey, don't don't out me, bro. You've been out for a while, like you and Eric. No, no. Okay, yeah, dude. This is very distracting. I don't know that I it like is a this. little bit. It be, it, it, it wouldn't be, be so bad except it's scrolling uncontrollably yeah. and it's like. I, it's, it's so we have a monitor now that shows us what Jason sees, Do which would be fine if what he sees is something that we're expecting to see or the show. Um, but mm. when it's Jason just getting bored and scrolling through and browsing, he's not browsing. He's looking for draw testing information. The problem is we're looking at draw testing information. Mm. What up, Marcy Curcio and Johnny Curcio? Right Let's do it. Mm. Mm. Tastes like Oakmont Bakery. Bought on they liked it. Really? Which which donut did you choose today? I don't know, but there's still some of it stuck in my teeth. Ah. It was a powdered sugar donut with the the chocolate creams. Mm. It was nice. It was a it was a good departure for hello. <laughs> is it me it you're great, looking for? It is. If you're that. Um, it's a nice departure from the uh, you know drowning in peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah, I was I, I I saw that in there and I was I chose wisely this morning. I actually enjoyed my uh, apple fritter as it were. That was an internal conversation with myself I never thought I would have. No. Is this how it ends? Drowning in peanut butter in front of a camera? For my dog maybe, <laughs> but I never imagined this for myself. <laughs> I mean, I can. He he Every, did. I, dude, he survived. When it comes to so like everything that is not sweet gets jalapenos on it. Everything that is sweet should have peanut butter. No, hundred percent no. Ice oh. cream, no. no. Chocolate, but, key lime pie. Okay. Strawberries. To be to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Those are fruits. I would never consume those. <laughs> well, key, key lime. No, pie. I You've mean never like had key lime pie. Never I, had an apple I pie. Have. I have A cherry pie. Okay. Blueberry pie, Jeez. blackberry pie. I, well played. Well played. I'll give you the cherry and apple. You're not doing cherry blackberry. and apple. No, 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 no. Hold on. Bear with me because you're not going to be as turned off by this as you appear to be currently. When it comes to pie, I will select a cherry or apple because I know that I like them. But given most circumstances with an option that includes fruit, I'm like, I really would rather do something bad for myself. Why? Because I you feel do, like you it's do bad. know that apple pie is not a healthy alternative. I do. 
I, okay. did, I just want to make sure of, you were aware. Which is one of the few reasons that I bridged that gap. You know what I mean? I just, I'm loving that he's never been here for this. He has no idea. He hasn't listened. Yeah. So I'm just watching Who's him. Just, a, a, a new a new regular from Ad, what you were saying? He's yeah. a new junkie, Adam. damn it. Yeah, he's a new junkie. That's hey. Adam. More and more every day, you know what I mean? Right. Junkie army. They're multiplying. Let's recruit. Yeah. I digs it. That's oh. that's the bumper sticker. Oh. Have you recruited a junkie today? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, before we got started, Ross started talking about uh, movie villains yes. who weren't villains. He did. And I liked the oh, topic a lot. That, is that the topic? Well, yeah. I misunderstood the it was, assignment. It was... So, villains. Uh, yep. So Is it villains that aren't villains, or is it... It's characters that weren't villains who were truly... the villain. Yes. Yeah. So, so it, not villains that weren't villains. It was people that were not villains that actually really yeah. were. Like, I, I'm... Okay. My, you know, so my vote for that would be... I'm going to steal it off of uh, How I Met Your Mother, but it'd be the Karate Kid. God <laughs> yes, Ralph now Macchio. You know I, now you know why. I flipped That's it why you over. flipped it. Yeah. yeah. No, Ralph Macchio was 100 percent the bad guy in that movie. This dude trains his whole life. Yes. Goes to the dojo, works hard. Ralph Macchio comes in with his natural ability and his stupid little crane kick, like he's a one-trick pony, and he comes in just whack, and everybody's cheering for him. Like, what's Poor up, Johnny? Johnny's like, if this wasn't a movie, that wouldn't work. Right. Like, you know, oh, watch this. I'm gonna step to the side. Like, the problem solved. <laughs> It's almost, yeah. and the animation of it's so terrible. Oh. It's almost when they were like, nah, Han shouldn't, didn't shoot first. Let's, let's CGI him to the side <laughs> first real quick. Um, yeah. Yeah. You uh, know what? That's the easy pick, though, because first of all, that's been the topic of many, like, comedic ventures. Also, they did an entire series about it called Cobra Kai. Oh, really? I didn't watch it. Have you not watched it? I've Cobra heard of Kai? it, but that's it. Okay. It loses some muster after season two or three, probably. Season one is phenomenal. I heard the f- for phenomenal, and I was get dude. I was reaching for the jar, yeah. like I'm just so. F- I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I was ready. No, season one is a mat. Like I remember watching that show, and the best description that I could come What's up with. I don't know if you guys agree. Lewis? We all. It was kind of like a consensus of like this show has no business being as good as it is. Really? Yes. Uh, and then it fell into the tropes and became like a teenage kung fu movie. So who would your selection be for the not villain villain? I don't know. I've got to think about this. Who guys have had? So the, the ones that he offered Darth up. Darth Vader. Well, no, oh, wait, that, no. that's the yeah, villain yeah, not the villain. Yeah, yeah. I was going to go there next because Seneca put in the comments, uh, Jigsaw wasn't a villain. He was just trying to help people. I mean, in his mind, yeah. Um, no, I, so you said Jenny from Forrest Gump was the overwhelming majority. She was a terrible human being. Like, I'm going to 100% agree on that. Like, the only nice thing she ever did in her life was say, you can sit here if you want to, and that's Bye, it. Bye, Jeffrey Poole. Thank you for all the goodies. Bye, pool boy. When I'm don't, looking at my love handles don't. next week, I'll think of you. Um, my well-lit love handles. Rose from Titanic was another one oh, on the 100%. list. Yeah, Rose there was, was plenty of ro- ro- room on the door. But my but favorite. Yeah, I was plenty of Rose to go <laughs> Two things can be true. I um, mean, she was hitting right? high yeah. and low. You know? And then my favorite from the list you put out was Grandpa from Willy Wonka. Grandpa Joe. This dude, lazy bastard. We can say bastard, right? 
I don't know. Wait, 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 I, I'm I, I'm That's prepared to pay. Area. I think that that it's gray area. Now here's the thing. Wait, let's we have. If you were describing survey. a child that was conceived before marriage, I'd give you Listen, a pass. It's Jason. I don't know. No. Hey, hey, hey! No, this is how we do it. Oh. Oh, let's get him up. Bang. So, am I paying or not paying? Paying's down. I'm paying, uh, paying, They, they pay. don't count. They just want to see a quarter going. Just remember, you it. guys are accountable for that, too. Ooh, Actually, accountable I, for what? I'm even paid for both. I'm going to say it, and then I said it again to ask. So, I'm paying up. I don't think the question counts. I don't, I don't think I just figured in, in, in we're, sure. we're setting precedence here, okay? We really so, anyways, to get Grandpa Jason Joe, Mike. that lazy. Good for nothing. No good. So-and-so. Guy, scruffy work looking nerf herder. Yeah, scruffy looking uh, nerf herder. Um, nah. What? Scruff. I said the same thing you did. Yeah, but you said it in an accent entirely inappropriate. Kind of like Norm Macdonald. Do you know where that come from? No, I said 1920s. Eh? What do you think about Star Wars, bro? I have no idea. A scruffy looking nerf herder is no from idea. Star Wars. That's that's Leia talking to Han. Why you? No oh, good scruffy yeah. looking nerf herder. Who are you calling scruffy looking? Right. Yeah, I do remember that scene. You really? Should, you, you should put fifty cents in for thinking as nineteen twenties mobsters or whatever. The that heck was he's his doing. accent. That was it. Was it? I didn't think it was from the twenties. I said it in that way because it seemed like something that that would be the the, the phrase of it. Anyways, and he looks Grandpa like Joe was the worst. Shorts. Grandpa, Grandpa Joe. Those are some really Refresh nice legs, my Jeff. Memory? Grandpa Joe was by far the worst. Why? Because he laid around and did that. nothing for 10 years. <laughs> just <laughs> laid in that like, bed. And he's like, wait a minute. We got passes to Wonka? Psh, hold on. It's a miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. Get out of here. Pretty sure. He got terrible. up out of that bed way faster Oh, dude. Than that. And then he's he dancing like a minute. Was like, that during Christmas time? No. It, 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 maybe didn't understand that reference. Maybe, listen. Maybe he was just laying there ready to die. And a little Willie resurrected him, and like of Made all him the feel things, like a kid again. You know all I mean? the things in that movie, the least realistic part is the fact that that man had no atrophy. Okay, like ten years, he was cool. <laughs> like the rest of it, <laughs> absolutely Jeez. believable. When was that, that movie made? Who cares? That would be some <laughs> character acting, man. Be like, listen, we're gonna need you to Christian bail this sh- stuff. We need you to just just do nothing for like a year and a half, and and have no muscle tone left. Oh. Like, you, you've you got to look bad. Yeah, just absolutely emaciated. Just yeah. terrible. Uh, the Avengers. Which Ooh, one? Yeah. The original? Well, no, the Avengers. But they kind of oh, did yeah, it because, yes. like, Age of Ultron kind of covered that, though. Like, mm. that's pretty much the premise no, of the movie. In, I was kind of no, in the Infinity Wars. Wars. So, so, so I was kind of thinking the next Tony one. Stark. Infinity Wars. The Avengers were the bad guys. Why? Because. Thanos was just trying to save the universe. I mean, okay. In his absolutely genocidal way, yes, he he was the good guy. He was going to allow these planets to revive themselves. But he wasn't truly fixing the cycle of disparity that the universe really held. Right. Sure, and the argument could be made if he could snap half the people out of existence, he could double the resources. Oh, it's been made made a lot. Which would, in turn... Increase the reproductive rate of all of the species. If he was a true humanitarian, he'd have been like a planet for the scrolls. No? Oh, a planet for the scrolls? Yeah. Oh, well, well, yeah. I was thinking a planet for the squirrels. 
That too. And then, well, then I, I was thinking, can you can you planet. imagine being the one dog on like the squirrel planet? Like, you're the one. Like, they just hear you coming. No? Too much? Uh, uh, does anybody else have a uh, villain that you guys can think of that isn't a villain? No? Hashtag Thanos did nothing wrong. <laughs> Hashtag. Who? Well, we covered that. You were in there pooping. Thanos for president? So. I don't want to hear about it. All right. Thanos 2024, baby. Dude, I spent 40 minutes cleaning the damn TV screen yesterday. Like, just wipe. It's a little Ripley from this angle, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, Ripley? Yeah. Ripley was a video. Believe it or not. Yeah. Ripley's Believe It or Not. It, oh. Hey, this, I we did had it. two simultaneous yeah. references that neither of them were Yeah, they were both altering. Hi, Tammy. How you doing? Oh. Hey, yeah. Can't, can't win them all. Good morning, Marcy Curcio. I've covered them all. John Curcio. I've covered them all. But I could say good morning to you, them. I mean, you could. They are I, nice I, peoples. In fact, they did. We likes them. I do likes them. I have t-shirts for them in my truck. Do you? I do. Do they look like that one? Yeah. One of them is... Is not, is this a V-neck? I can't tell. No, this one is. Oh yeah, that one is a V-necks. One of the, neither of them are V-necks. Marcy's is a long sleeve, and John's is a short sleeve. And a size that he, he wears that's yeah. appropriate. Yeah. Just maybe just we just go there. Yeah. It works. So another conversation came up in the shop yesterday. Yes. Did you guys ever see what? The prank that Payless played, Payless Shoes, when they were still open? No. So they opened a luxury store yeah, in Los I Angeles called Palessi. I seen it. P-A-L-E-S-S-I. Uh-huh. They took all the same the products, brand. put them on the shelves, but they made it look super high-end. Had a big invitational How for celebrities for and rich kicks? people, and it was an invite-only thing. They're charging $635 for a $40 pair of shoes, and people were buying them like crazy, talking about oh, the yeah. amazing quality and all that. And then, <laughs> then at the end of it, they gave, <gasps> it is time. It is. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but it's yeah. Jeff Scales. Yeah. Good-looking Jeff. I assumed so. Yeah. Because it was a Jeep. It was his Jeep. But there's a lot of Jeps. Yeah, but I, I know that Jeep. I, I know Pay less story. Pay less story. I didn't know yeah. his Jeep. So he paid less for that they Jeep end up, because it's a They sell crap. all these. They sell a ton of these shoes and stuff, these high exclusive. And at the end, they catch everybody at the door, and they're like, hey, we're going to need those back. Here's your money back. It was just something we were doing for posterity. And I was like, everybody was super mad because they're outed. Yeah. Like, you know, and these are all experts and whatnot. I would like to call to attention that John said it, so I stumbled yeah. Because he specifically requested, he was like, I'd like it in a triple fat. <laughs> and that, that amused me very much. And I, I really liked that. But then, then I went to say it. And you were and like, I was like, I don't know, maybe that was just for me. But he put it in the comments. Yeah, so, so I felt n- liberated yeah. you've, enough you've, to release that information. Feel free to move about the country. What? Can uh, somebody grab this poor man an ashtray? Everybody has one. So Can I, I get a donut? Belly button? Anyone. As long as we're asking. Because you can't use mine. I'd love to use your belly button. <gasps> I got an idea for our next <laughs> our next meeting. No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Be your belly button. Yeah, there's not a lot of good options. I'm with you. That face is just yeah. totally justified. If you didn't see his face, check us out on uh, the Facebook uh, group where you can see the the live video every week. If you were cool like uh, Jeff Scales, sometimes you'd do that. And if not, the video replay is always available on the Scar Junkies uh, link yeah. at YouTube. So I got a text movie villain. 
that somebody sent me. Uh-huh. Robin Williams from Mrs. Doubtfire. Ooh, oh, 100%. Very much. Absolutely the bad guy. Never, until this moment, never associated it with the bad guy. Jeff, is this because of my Speedo comment? Is that why you showed up? Are we fighting after <laughs> He sped this? right over here. How many times do I have to tell you, Corey? What about what about <laughs> Leave Morpheus? Leave my leopard print thong out of Oh, what, what, which one are we paying for the jar on Curcio? I missed it. Who, oh, no. Wh- which one of us is paying? Yes, I love I love the comment accountability. I, I, Wait, I there's dig a it. jar for Curcio. No, he said it. pay the jar on that one. I don't know what oh. I don't know which one of us said it I and what like, we said. <gasps> was it you? I don't know. It might have been me. I don't know. I, that's I'm sitting here wondering if it was me. You know what's fantastic is that none of us. Not only do we not know if it was us, we don't even know who the other one could be. Right? Like, could, was it him? Was we just him? rolled through it. Yeah. Uh, is it, it, I I have zero ideas. So we could talk. After Jason's done. So, what do you guys think about the cigar so far? Oh, you're a little ahead. Am I? Yeah, I mean, look, I put notes in the uh, notes (gasps) for you. Well, no, no, no. Look at the bottom of the front page first. There, there's a check-in. So let's do the cigar news first. (gasps) He said spinning the extra fat. It it hurts someone's feelings. Yeah, I know. He he put it in the comments. Yeah, but but you know, it didn't need to be voiced. What's the matter? I thought he pushed a button and I was trying to hear it and I didn't hear it, oh. but I was I thought maybe I heard it. I did What's push a button. The cigar news? It was the camera switch button. Ah. Let's talk about the cigar news, shall but we? But I'm not pushing the cigar news. We button. don't do the cigar news. Remember, we discussed that. Oh, the button. Yeah. We don't yeah. do it Correct. Anymore. Yeah, we have oh, to okay. we have to associate a new well. button. <laughs> How about the intro for the cigar news? It's just it's time for the cigar news. I kind of like that. It's it's it's, it's everybody just looks around like what's coming. What, what am I unaware of? Um, okay. The cigar news. That's what you're unaware of. <laughs> Warp Cigars has informed retailers it's releasing the 10th anniversary series of brands. It is produced at El Titan de Bronze. There will be three limited edition 10th anniversaries. It releases the El Oso, the Don Reynaldo, and the La, Colem- La Comina. La Colima. Comina. The way he said, sure. I mean, you, you had it right, and then you said it, it excitedly was, and incorrectly. It was in there somewhere. I like it. El Titan de Bronze is the famed factory located in Little Havana, Miami, Florida. Uh, the factory started producing the El Series out of the El Titan de Bronzes. I, I'm all over the place here. There will be a six-way okay? Toro consisting... No, nah, I think it's just a copy-paste issue. Oh. Uh, there will be a Toro consisting of an Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro, a Nicaraguan binder, and fillers from Nicaragua and Dominican Republic. A total of 1,510-count boxes are being produced. The Don Reynaldo 10th anniversary and the La Comina 10th anniversary releases will follow later in 2024. Tatuaje began shipping the cigar released as an exclusive to retailers who attended the 2023 PCA trade show convention uh, this summer, this past summer. The Tatuaje PCA 2023. Really? Is that where we've come to in the cigar world? Like, I know we're slow. I know we're always late. But really, the 2023 is coming out now? Come on. You know what I mean? Tighten up, guys. Tighten up. Yeah. Uh it is things the, you never say to a it woman. It is a six and three eight. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I got him. Six and three. You could say it to uh, Eric though. Six and three eight by fifty four tour that uses an Ecuadorian uh, Sumatra wrapper atop a Nicaraguan double binder and fillers from Nicaragua. Production is limited to twenty five hundred boxes of twenty cigars each. A total around fifty thousand cigars. Pricing is set at 
three paper Lincolns and 300 paper Washingtons of 26 cigars. paper Lincolns. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Okay. Uh, Tatuaje will once again make a donation to the PCA of 50 cents. That's 50 copper Lincolns. There it is. Uh, per cigar sold, meaning 25,000 George Washingtons to the PCA. <laughs> <laughs> You're right today. <laughs> Go back. Jesus. This is terrible. Yeah, oh, it really is. Uh, also, there were only two things in the news. So when you got up and walked away, that really kind of put me on edge. I was like, <laughs> well, the best was like, I, I made the content. awkward face when worst I did it. And he goes, what she said. Ever. oh, my God, it was by far the worst. I mean, first of all, this is the first time in like 100 episodes that we haven't had a bump for the cigar news. So like that oh, puts me off on a weird start. You, are you one of those like you need that primer of like our and it's time for the I cigar do. news. There's all I mean, I like to have it. But also, again, there's something to be said about the fact that you got up and walked away. The fact that Jeff has a shirt with a pocket on the outside that looks entirely aesthetic and not functional. You couldn't hear that. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. No, because here's the thing. Because you're infecting the table. Yep. You're encouraging bad behavior. Oh, wait. I said the B word, too. I said two in that one. All right, I'm winning. Although technically we're tied, but you double paid. I did double pay. You double paid, but I we've said the same number yeah. of bad things. Yeah. Well, that's right. We, the race is on. My dad would be the real proud of us. The race is on, and here comes you know, proud and we're, we're striving to be better Can, as human beings. I, I would like to interject here Uh-oh. momentarily and say how nice it is. To, to sit in a chair. <laughs> not one of those things. It isn't one of those. I was going to comment on that earlier. Horrid chairs. It's not even noisy. Yeah. No, wiggle. Wait, wait. Help me. Come on. Ready? Three, two, one. Mine gave a mine gave an Eric, but it didn't really get yeah, the squeak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, oh, it sounded God. like one of Eric's farts. <laughs> well, welcome to the Cigar Junkies podcast, where we make fun of one gay guy continuously throughout <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to, to be, be fair. fair, there used to be two gay guys, but one of them stopped coming, you know? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Seneca said he was hoping for a long, awkward squeak. <laughs> hey, that's we, we got one that's halfway there, too. So one and a half? Uh, yeah. What's up, Earl? No, I, I was so excited because I just got these chairs. And you're like, ah, oh, we could do it over at that table, but those chairs are terrible. And I was like... These are super comfy. We were like all set to, and I'm like, the last thing I need is a shorter chair. (laughs) (laughs) Those things are low. I was looking at that, and I'm like, man, after half a bottle of tequila, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get out of that chair. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit of a challenge. I just thought about how, how reminiscent this is of the garage, though. Like, if you have to go potty. I gotta move. We gotta move stuff out of the way. Like it's kind of like going back home. He still doesn't know I'm wearing a diaper. All this time, 107 episodes. Yeah, I was always wondering why we never just like took the floor drain cover off in your garage (laughs) during the show and just be like, this this cigar (sighs) aroma really just turned all of a sudden. Um, But I like the way it tastes now. Ah. Is the point according to the notes? To where we do the check-in. So since Jason was so apt to point it out, what do you think about the cigar? Um, it like we were talking about earlier, uh, it draws really, really well. This is probably one of the best drawing torpedo cigars I've had. Oh yeah, ever. Oh, yeah. Um, I liked how it started out. It started out pretty light and airy. Uh, <gasps> and it, but it, have you heard that song, Monkey Fart? Still has. No. 
a good taste. And uh, and then it, you know, it strengthened up as it, as it got down the cigar. So uh, this is definitely one I would buy again. Yeah? I'd buy it again. Are you unfamiliar with that song? No, I was just trying to get through what I was saying. So you are familiar with that song? I have song? no idea what it is. So you are unfamiliar with that song? Correct. Okay. You quoted a direct line unintentionally. This is a song that we're going to probably incorporate because it's an Irish guy singing it into our St. Patrick's Day show for the Shrum Junkies. But the, the, the chorus of this song is, A monkey fart should smell like a banana. An English fart should smell like cups of tea. The farting of a fairy Those should be very so light. light and airy. When a father farts, I hope you'll think of me. By the way, there's like 10,000 uh, biscuit commercials that are about them being light and airy, too. So, like, you could have gone that way. Those aren't as fun. But I'm just saying, it's there. What do you We're think, Eric? You whipping up some biscuits? They're limp. His are light and airy, but they're also very scary. Um, <laughs> I so, what do you think of the you're pretty hairy. Very much so. I feel like, yeah, that, that came up. No, 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 you're uh, next, clockwise. No, that came up in the, in the shop on Friday was a certain discussion about a um, removal of body hair and all that that from thursday where there was some the, the body hair discussion that was quite amusing okay so we want to take away the talk about it or we want to try a body hair removal device I, because i've been all about that like if we can get nude to sponsor this like we'll do a week-to-week update <laughs> i got nothing on that <laughs> that's not where i was going but i'm done i can't uh. pick up what he's putting down i can't hear it I'm oh. about to sneeze. Oh, <laughs> I thought he played. I thought he played audio. No. So he hits that button, and my ear starts like. I was twitch, like, I was listening. hoping you said my ears open up because like, I really I wanted to see what he was playing, and then in that moment I heard the background music for the very first time, and I'm like, what did what did he push? <laughs> Be a push off. No. Uh, no. Constru- that mute button wouldn't help when your sneezes. What do you uh, think is no, no, yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't. I thought you had finished up. Um, no, construction is, as you guys said, impeccable. What I mean, that's pretty much all Perdomo's. I feel like Perdomo is one of the legacy brands that gets a lot of slack because it's a legacy brand, and some of the more pretentious folks are like, well, it's it's just Perdomo. No, those are there's a reason that they are who they are. They're fantastic cigars, um, but no, earthy <laughs> as all get up. A little lighter than what I tend towards. Me too, as well. Um, even though, like, I'll do the Connecticut's. I do the Connecticut's because I like the flavor of them, but I am usually disappointed in the strength whenever I'm smoking one, no matter how good it is. Yeah, Perdomo doesn't do anything mild, really. No, uh, the champagne. And even that's... you call it mild? Yeah. I'd call it mild because, I mean, it's... uh, I mean, the 20th is definitely... The 20th Connecticut's definitely not mild. Um Oh, the the lot twenty three Connecticut is very mild. Okay, that that one is extremely mild. So I'll touch on something before I jump in on my experience with the cigar. Perdomo, as I mentioned, is vertically integrated. It started in nineteen ninety two, so even though they may feel like a legacy brand to some people because they've been around a long time, he actually started off like in his garage. Yeah, thirty years ago. Yeah, like. This is a man that has just climbed the ladder over and over and over again. Like, we're talking about, like, almost uh, Padron levels of just success on his own. And instead of selling out or bowing down, he's about perfection in everything. Dude, 
they he has patents for the things that he's invented for his factory to improve the quality of his cigars. So like they go through a seed sorting process where he has this mechanism that has a bunch of holes drilled into it with a vacuum yeah so that the seeds each end up in their own little thing and they yeah. can pull it out and you can examine it under a microscope each seed nice if the seed is not perfectly round if there's a divot they're discarded wow like he is incredibly meticulous and it's he's one of those people that it's sad for me like uh unfortunately i feel this way about rocky patel too I highly respect the people behind the brands and probably Perdomo more so from a manufacturing standpoint than Rocky because he does everything himself from boxes, everything. But the majority of his cigars are not something that would be a daily smoker for me. However, if I had to pick one, the Habano barrel aged is pretty, really? pretty good. Dude, that that 30th anniversary Maduro, holy cow! No, it just came out, and no, you have there's it? On, no, there's only one shop in Pittsburgh that can get it. How's um, come? They're the only they they have the allocation. They had the long Fair story enough. to it, but there's yeah, prerequisite uh, smokestack. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll call yeah. it everything out. They, tobacco. Yeah, they've got the 30th up there, and if you yeah you haven't had it, make the triple. That that cigar is worth driving to Moon. So I would I would describe this cigar probably as like a medium plus. There's nothing super aggressive about this cigar. You can tell that it's there. Um, the flavor profile is very approachable, but it, it, it's it's not light and it's not overwhelming. It's very middle of the road for me. The construction is outstanding like they always are. Um, I wouldn't say that this is necessarily a uh, something that I would buy, but after smoking it again for the first time in a while... I would definitely like not hesitate, particularly in a in a lesser selection oh, yeah. store. This is just not necessarily like an exact fit for my flavor profile. Really well made cigar and a really approachable. I I think this cigar itself is cool for like a setting like this morning. You know, yeah. It's it's not super like in your face. You still know you're smoking a cigar. Uh, it's got a decent flavor to it. And it's it's like I said before, it's pretty, in in my opinion, mild. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I, I do this is like a morning morning cigar, sitting in a place like this. You know, I got other shit to do. Gosh darn it! Ah. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, I want to touch. Oh. Dragon. Uh, I want to touch base. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we said hi, Earl. Welcome to the chat, bud. Um, you said hi, Char- hi Earl. Did I? Yeah. I? I thought I had missed it. And then he said, uh, if you guys just throw $10 in the jar each, you can go back to doing it how you did it before. I don't think $10 <laughs> would cover it. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, like, there's, there's a reason that we're tr- it, like. It was excessive. We all surely, agreed that surely, all surely. of us were excessive. There's a reason that we're trying to be conscious of it. Because the, the real thing is approachable. We want to be like Perdomo. We want to be approachable to anybody. If you like listening to this show, but you have to drive around with kids in the back of your car, there uh, actually, that's a bad idea. Yeah, don't, don't listen Hopefully to the show with your children. most of what we say would go over their heads, but the swears definitely wouldn't. Sure. Um, so, I don't know. It's just like a conscious effort. And the, the biggest thing working against all three of us is our extended period of time in the oil field. Yeah. Military. It, truck well, shops. That too. Oil field. Yeah. I was a cop. Yeah. yeah. 
it's not great. It all encourages using four-letter words for most adjectives and a lot of nouns. Really, I mean, it it's, it becomes a, a large part of your vernacular, and um, so it becomes your filler word. Yeah. Uh, hey, what's your filler word there, Eric? <sighs> donkey. Um, I don't know. For some reason, I just donkey. heard donkey in my brain and, and Shrek voice. Speaking of Shrek, did you know? Wow. That the movie Shrek uh, did not originally cast Mike Myers. Chris Farley. It was Chris Farley, and it was almost Ooh. done. And then, yeah, like you can you can look up clips of it too. Yeah, it yeah. was it was almost done. He died at the end of it. I, I'm I'm I mean this in the best way possible. It's the only good thing that came out of him dying. Jeez. Mike Myers pulled that really? off. Really, you I didn't like Chris Farley's not, voice? In no, there? I, th- I loved. I it. thought I thought the Scottish accent and everything that yeah. Mike Myers did just. Gave the character a to way more levels. If you say the words Chris Farley and Shrek, the character that I think fits best for him is actually Donkey. Not that, not that I don't think that that Donkey was played phenomenally by oh Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy part two. Um, Eddie Murphy's fantastic. Like Chris Farley would not have done the singing near as well. You know what I mean? But I I think Chris Farley fits that character better. Fits Donkey better. Yeah. I don't know. I think Eddie Murphy, it, it, if no, you no, no, had no. to put him somewhere. Eddie, he doesn't fit better than Eddie Murphy. But that's I just the think best he fit. fits better with Donkey than he does Shrek. Yeah. It's the best fit for Chris Farley. He's the com- comedic relief, man. Oh. So Troy brought, made a comment. He said, uh, in the grocery business, the four-letter word. <laughs> well, what did I say? No, no. Oh, I w- you said Troy, and I went to see if it was Troy Harper, and then you said in the grocery business, and I thought, oh, well, I didn't need to look. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> I would like a whole proverb book from Troy Harper that says every line starts with, in the grocery business, yeah. just like life, <laughs> make sure your eggshells aren't cracked well, before you sell them or something. I don't know. He said in the grocery business, the four-letter words are used quite a lot as well. Sure. And uh, he said, but not in front of the customers, though. But it got me thinking. It's used a lot everywhere. Like, it if you're is. oil field, you're like, oh, it's a lot in the oil field. If you're in education, you're like, oh, when the students aren't around, it's terrible. If you're, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, we talk about it like, oh, in the oil field, it's bad. Yeah, because you never have customers. It's not only that. It's not only that. And the military is also acceptable, but most others are not. Even we are in the steel industry, yeah. which I thought would be very similar of like hey man it's an old school profession people are hardened you can get yeah, like sam say what you want hey no no the other sam the one we met the other day oh the other day. girl sam <laughs> sam jackson her middle I'm, initial is an l it was a whole thing um <clears throat> but the thing is we're talking about professions where hr is not prevalent oh yeah there are no hr oh, departments that- available for somebody to be like I'm triggered. You know what yeah. I mean? Sure. Grocery stores. Can't see your eyes. I, I'm very sure that you could say things. Oh, I was you trying wouldn't, to adjust it for that. You wouldn't say the things we said in the oil. You wouldn't do the things. You wouldn't be like, hey, man, look up at that cloud. And then instead, it's a guy's wiener doing the helicopter unless, off the top of the rig. Unless, yeah. unless you worked in a restaurant. And, and that's another one. Restaurants wow. are horrific. Dude, no, no more restaurants for Corey. You know what I mean? I, I worked at... Uh, I worked at Famous Dave's. I was I was a server at Famous Dave's, and uh, like the the movies you'd see, like waiting where the customers hundred percent correct where the customers are out in the in the dining room, and you hear mother, what the, 
It's, it's coming out of the kitchen. You can hear it sitting in the dining room. Come on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty please. Oh. So I, I'm curious just to get everybody's input. Let's engage the audience here a little bit, shall we? We do uh, have an audience. You can we do. S- you can submit your responses to an, a plethora of places. You could you could message us directly on Facebook. Um, we have a could, new avenue. You could go to the Cigar Junkies. Dot com. No, no, no. Dot Cigar Junkies Podcast. Yes. Dot com. Dot com. Or you could email us at the Cigar Junkies uh, at gmail.com. Emails. Emails are cool. Yes. Okay. Websites e- emails are cool. I would think any questions, direct them to the YouTube comments. Okay. Ooh, I like that. As I long as someone's the checking. To the YouTube so comments. Shannon is, is, is vibing uh, yeah. last night. And she's like, I wouldn't put in a question because I showed her the website. She's like, I'll ask this for my name and email address. And I pushed the button and it said, thank you for your question. She's like, I didn't get to ask a question. Now, it may have been operator error. Yeah, uh, there's a comment box below uh, that. We need Okay, yeah. yeah I, I will double was, check that. It was that. funny because essentially she just sent a message to the website that had her name and email. Well, address. she got a response. Yeah. yeah. So... Anyways, I'd like to engage the audience. I have an idea. It might be a little bit tough to schedule, but it's one of the things that I floated at the meeting on Thursday, and that is we pick, like, once per month a movie, television show, something like that, where we get together and go, Sam, what the F is wrong with you? Why have you not seen Clerks 2 yet? And we sit down and watch it, take breaks every 15 minutes and film like our discussions in between about like, how do you feel about this so far? Are you like picking up stuff that we've been putting down that you haven't understood before? I think it would be like a fun little YouTube series. It could even be enjoyable podcast wise as well, just like as a little extra content, maybe something that we could even put out just for Patreon subscribers for audio. And then if anybody could see it on YouTube, something like that. I don't know. But yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see what everybody thinks about that idea and if they have any suggestions. Putting it, I think putting it out as something uh, like in the YouTube channel, putting it in its section, as, its own yeah. playlist, its own category on the YouTube channel, I think that's fine. I think, I think putting, it, putting things behind something like that would be different. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, definitely something we got to investigate yes. for sure. Um, cool. Yeah, that had an awkward transition there. Sorry about that. Uh, oh, another question. That's I, what we do. Yeah, something I thought of when we were talking about the Perdomos. So, what is actually? I'm going to ask you as the the newest cigar smoker. What is your take on boutique? <gasps> the newest versus. I'm not even going to call them legacy. Boutique versus non non boutique. Like, I think we did well, kind of arrive at that a little bit on the question. Yeah, that I, I asked we, a few weeks ago. We did. We did arrive at that on the question. Oh, we asked when a I was weeks ago. Yeah, I was the, away. You were back you, in the humidor. Yeah. And what my answer to that was is I never really got into the legacy brands. Now, like I was telling Ross uh, last week, um, when I first got into cigar smoking, like I, I thought, you know, the 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 Excalibur, the Excaliburs, the Romeo and Juliets, yeah. you know, those those were. If you weren't if you weren't smoking those, you weren't smoking cigars. But when I you know met Corey, that was all he smoked was boutique cigars. Right. Uh, so that's what I got into, and that's what I enjoy. You know, okay. I enjoy the the variety instead of going in and being like, oh, these are the this is this brand, and it has four or five cigars, and this is the other brand, and that's all there is. Well, let me rephrase the question then. What do you- in your mind, what is the purpose of a boutique versus a non-boutique cigar? Uh, it's kind of like small batch whiskey, you know. 
Okay. Uh, there's a lot more care that goes into the making of it. Um, I think a lot more t- time is spent on it. And, uh, yeah, like I said, a lot more care goes into it. it they're, they're more unique uh, instead of, like, factory pushed out and stuff like that. You know, things produced on a large scale. I, I have yep. two ways. Same questions okay. to you. Yep. Yeah. So, first of all, I think one of the big differences, and this is something that separates tobacco from other big chains, right? Like McDonald's burgers versus a local burger. Obviously, there's a quality and attention difference. But when it comes to boutique cigars versus mass-produced cigars, it's a plus and minus both ways because, like, a big company can afford a lot of tobacco. With that being said, a smaller company that produce anybody that's produces a smaller amount of a particular cigar then can work with tobaccos that there just are not enough resources to mass produce. So you may be able to incorporate a tobacco that's rarer um, and make a better quality, pro- like a, make a cool product that you could not mass produce just because there's sure. not enough of right. that tobacco to go around. So you're utilizing yep. your position as having lower production. And again, that can work for bigger companies too if they're doing small runs of things. So it's not a mutually exclusive scenario. With that being said, I think the people that have a tendency, and I'm not, I'm not like gross generalizing, but I would say if there's two particular groups that I think of as legacy cigar smokers there's the kind that smokes it because that's what their dad smoked mm-hmm. and that was maybe what was best at one time which is how those names got so big and they assume that that's still what's the best my um, pappy chewed mail pouch it, right and those people from back in that day and then you also have the people that are that are buying for the price tag of going like nope this is brand recognition just like you were talking about yeah. with your pay less thing before and, and it's like, no, I want this just because it has the Oakley logo. I don't care if it's the best sunglasses. I just want people to see me wearing something with the Oakley logo. I want people to see me smoking Cohiba or Monte Cristo and have that association with the brand that I perceive to be the best. Yeah. No, I. that's why I actually wanted, like, a fresh perspective on it. Because, like, to me, the purpose of a boutique cigar is to – Find the thing, use use the legacy or the, the big brands. We'll call them big brands. Use the big brands to figure out what aspects of cigar smoking you like and then take a boutique cigar and just hammer down on it. Sure. Like, I like black pepper. Okay, I like black pepper. Now I want, uh, now I'm going to try blackened salmon. I'm going to try blackened tuna. Now I'm really going to use a lot of pepper on different things and try it out and really, you know, using a food reference there, obviously. Um, it took me a second to. That's to why grab I that, realized once I said it, I was like, "That that was vague." I heard um, blackened Sam and, and then it was like, "Where does this go?" <laughs> but no, like you know, because it's a ton of pepper, and boutique gives you that option to really hone in on the thing that you like about a cigar. Um, one thing that I, I think is good and bad is certain companies. Um, I'm going to use the Rojas Street Taco. That cigar is designed to be approachable to the, as many people as possible. And I think that as he, because he has gotten a lot bigger and he's starting to have large production numbers, he's starting to, to break over. That's great for him because he's starting to get into that big box stuff. He's starting to get into the Olivia, Oliva Reserve, Connecticut. He's starting to get into the, you know, the Milanio or the V series, regular V series from like Oliva. Like, those are big recognized brands, 
and it's an easily produced cigar. And, I mean, when I was teaching uh, Goltsy at Leaning House what to do, <laughs> like, like he's trying to, he's like, how do you figure out what to give somebody? I'm like, when in doubt, just give them a street taco. Like, yeah. everybody's okay with a taco. <laughs> I love that line. Uh, yeah. But everybody's okay with a taco. So, like, it, it's, it's beautiful when you can hand it to somebody. Okay, you like you like more of a, a peppery, bitey, or stronger cigar. All right, let's start looking at Roma Craft or Black Label a little bit. Oh, you, you really like that that creaminess and all that? Let's start looking at the Dunbarton Sober Mesas or the Rosa Sharon. You know what I mean? Start, and then you can kind of find and you know fine tune what you like. It's Is like it- grinding a blade and then honing the blade and then really taking the ceramic to the blade afterwards. Like you can really work your way in on it. I think that's a really cool part of boutiques. I liked the uh, the point that I think Corey made, which was Mark the that down. which was the <laughs> that down. you know you can use those specialty or the rare tobaccos yeah. in a smaller batch, and you can you can really bring out a unique flavor and a unique profile that a lot of different companies like your Cohibas and stuff don't necessarily have readily available uh, to the in in a produced cigar setting. Yeah, no that that. And I, you know, I think that everything we said kind of piggybacks on each other too. Like, what I like about it is because of what you said about it. Sure. You know, and your opinion of it is because that's where you were at because you started off with him and with us, like really get diving into cigars. I think Perdomo is a really good product to be smoking for a discussion like this. Yeah. Because he kind of flirts the line as much as anybody can because he's had so much success. And grown to be such a large, large household name, but with that being said, because he's still vertically integrated, still produces all of his own tobacco, um, and controls every aspect of the operation, it is still very much a boutique process. Which, if it like this, is always going to be that one of the big discussions, uh, along with Cuban cigars versus New World cigars, on. What what's the definition? You you see that on every every cigar Facebook group. What's the definition of a boutique cigar? What is a boutique cigar to you? Well, if you want to get down to technicalities, a boutique cigar is named for being a house brand, right? <laughs> a boutique yeah. is a store. So yep. a true boutique brand would be leaning house. A, yes and no, because it was, but now it's not. Right. So it depends on how you look at it, but it would start off, at least start off, as a house brand, a cigar that's being made that you can only get in in a particular shop or series of shops. It is made specifically for that boutique, whereas, um, like, Leaning House in particular is a brand that has gone from being a exclusive cigar to that shop to being so good that it's like, hey, we could sell this elsewhere, and now it's basically becoming franchised, if you think about it, like, from that perspective. Yeah, it's, it's getting wholesaled. Yeah. Right. It's, it, the ex, it's, it's expanding. And as long as the quality stays the same, I don't think there's a real big reason to make a fuss right. over whether it is or isn't. I think, for me personally, if the care is being put into the cigar that a small manufacturer would that is what you're looking for in a boutique versus something bigger like that's why people like the, the micro brews versus the big brews is because of the attention and the thought that's being put into it 
and the fact that there's not a corporation yeah. behind. I and that's more like kind of how I break it in my mind is like, is it a corporate and, and corporate in the the typical mental definition, not the actual legal definition? Is it a corporate thing? If it is, that changes things. But I've really been working lately to stop calling it boutique and start calling it craft. That's this fair. is a craft cigar. Yeah, I like it, that. Like you know, Rojas you is still craft cigars. Yes. You know, um, how about Roma Craft? Roma Craft is Ooh. right in there. Very much so. You know, um, but and then but like where like you said, where's the definition? Like a lot of people are like, oh, if it's less than a million cigars, hold on. Like yeah, that's not a, that's like, not fair because yeah. if, if particularly for Perdomo, who produces his own tobacco, and can therefore make more of the same tobacco right. and the, keep the cigar the same. The, so, like, my last little comment on this subject and then freedom to move on or stay wherever. The, when I select a cigar, a lot of what goes into my process of whether I'd prefer one brand over another, taste and quality aside, is do I know who owns this brand? Is this a person or a family or is it a corporation? And right. I would much rather support a family or an individual that's trying to live their dream um, and doing or doing something because they genuinely love to do it than somebody trying to capitalize on a market. Yeah, I I like that a lot. I you know you were talking like we were talking about the million cigar thing. It's if I make five million cigars a year, but I make everything in five thousand count batches at my boutique or am i, I mean because it's more than a million because you're making five thousand at a time that's that's craft that's boutique so like i that's why i don't like or respect that definition at all of like the million cigars because who knows i mean caldwell he does all those different small batch things yeah you know he, he has you know the pepper cream uh why can't i think of what that's called right now something pepper cream you know he, he has a ton of just small one-offs and from a retail perspective, that's a nightmare. But, you know, it's, it's definitely boutique. And if Caldwell gets so huge that he's making 40 million uh, cigars a year, but he's making them in 5,000-count batch, 5, count batches, that still falls in that category. You I'd know? like to say this because this is an organic thought that happened in my head and not necessarily, necessarily a suggestion for you, but I do welcome you to use it if you'd like I'm like many cigar smokers have had that dream of like, oh, how cool would it be to own my cigars, own cigar store? With that being said, watching the transition happen for you, sometimes it's a blessing to not have <laughs> cigars turn into work for me. But I do think that after this discussion, that if I owned my own cigar shop and I had a humidor, I might try to draw attention to those brands. By specifically requesting a manufacturer be like, hey, man, can you send me a picture of you or send me a picture of you with your family would mm. be the best. Like like Lee Marsh. Like, hey, man, send me a picture of you and the wife and the kids or Nick Perdomo, get a group picture of the family and put the picture with the people of like, hey, this is who owns that cigar yeah, this brand. This is them. Like, again, I'm not saying that's necessarily because once you become a business owner, it's about more than just that. I, I think that could be a really cool idea of being like, hey, man, when you're buying one of these cigars, this is where your money is going. Yeah. No, I, I 
I do like that a lot. There's uh, there's something similar, but not not on that same along the same track uh, that we're working on for um, me and Mike Dove are working on to do something like that, but not not exactly. So I like that a lot. If I'm I was a, a cigar I, manufacturer, I might consider doing that, like yeah. putting a family picture on the box. Like I don't know if that's necessarily like taking advantage of a situation no, from I'm, a from a customer perspective, but like. Like, hey, hey, Jay, pull Perdomo's website. If you back. buy a Cohiba, where's your money go? P- probably China. I don't know. I have no idea who. Yeah, owns it. I have no knows. idea where it ends but up. But if I buy a cigar from from someone throwing cigars, I could get on Facebook right now and see a picture of Lee sitting down at a at dinner on the one time every couple of months that he might get when an opportunity house. to sit down with his kids and his wife and hang out and have a meal together and go like. This is the family who's what's the first thing supporting on the homepage. Go ahead and uh, pull it over so they can see it. Y- yeah, that is the homepage. It. it is. Uh, we'll wait till we he gets it up there. Um, but no, dude, like exactly that. And the window capture. I like the that that focus on that, and I like because I am a small business too. Like this is a family business. My son was in here washing glasses the other morning before we opened. My wife was in here <laughs> helping mop floors. Like, you know, let's get to work. It, it, it it's it, how it goes. It would like, actually be like even a cool idea for you to be like to put up a family picture back behind the counter and like even have your kids write a little message that you could frame up and say, Hey, like, thank you for supporting my daddy's business. Yeah. You know? Yeah, stuff like Like again, I don't know if that's like But not even like as a marketing advantage. gimmick. They really but are a part are, of it, yeah. Man, like that yeah. that is a hundred percent what uh, you're doing. <laughs> Verify your age. It's over on the Perdomo side, you gotta switch back and then come in. No, no, I don't. he was already in it, so I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I, can't, can't I can't click, click on, on oh. inside the thing. Oh, that's t- it's got to be on there. Anyways, so when you go to Perdomo's homepage, the first thing you see is Nick Perdomo's face. Yes. That is the first thing. And then you were inundated with uh, uh, aisles and aisles of cigars behind him. And his um, wife is involved in the business. His nope. son, uh, Nick the Third, uh, his daughter, like, they're all. I didn't know Nick was the second. I, I'm pretty sure it's Nick Perdonio. I no, that absolutely, Jr., and I think his son is Nick the Third. Yeah, not argumentative at all. I just, I had no, I, I, I don't please, look into that. Please don't of quote me much. on that. Like someone could fact check me, but I'm pretty sure that Nick is Junior, and it's Nicholas is how he goes. But it's gotcha. I believe he's the third. While you're messing with that and you're looking that up, um, I wasn't looking. I wanted that, to. I just wanted to pull up oh, the comments. Oh, there we go. Somebody, I, fi- I, I figured yeah. it out. Yeah, I mean that. Let me know when they can see it. There we go. There we go. That is the homepage, and it's exactly what you said. Is it's that? And then as you scroll down, I think there's an about us on there. If I believe. There is. I think I think I'll be able to do this more efficiently. Watch. Yeah. We can we can scroll down. Yeah. And you'll be able to see it on the. Uh, yeah. And just absolutely. Exa- yeah, exactly what you said. Like it's it's Benefit Nick Perdomo's face. You. It's the cigars, and then um, yeah, you know, there's an about us page where you can see the family, you can hear the story, and stuff like that. So. You know, I, I think it's neat. Oh, I, look, I, it's Grandpa Perdomo. <laughs> it's just Jose. He just went, yeah. It's just <laughs> like Jose <laughs> in the factory. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, um, but no, so that got me thinking uh, about our you website. that window, bro. Yeah. I, I got it. I got it, too. But since, <laughs> no, since, we, uh, since we're talking about, like, the website, you know, that kind of stuff, um, we did just start the CigarJunkiesPodcast.com. Go on there, find flaws. This thing is like 
This was gent- gently beta tested by the seven people I told about it before I surprised Corey on the show with it last week. Surprise! Like, there's, you know, it, the functionality, like he was talking about, you know, Shannon had... Uh, that was the best time you ever took my phone from me and wouldn't let me look what you were searching. <laughs> you were like, I don't know what's happening. Um, last time was Eric's webpage, ninetoes.com. <laughs> better than, better than meatspin.com. Uh, oh, hey, since you have Corey's computer, look up ninetoes.com and see what happens. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I just, I want to know what happens. But yeah, guys, go on, go on there. Um, oh, just, oh suspicious. it's suspicious. suspicious Visit words. anyways. Suspicious, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. That's between you two. I, I don't. I don't. It, what? Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, oh yeah. There's absolutely a virus embedded in that photo. Yeah. Um, Let's get out of here real quick. It's just a picture of a puppy. Yeah. That's yeah. why it scares me. Yeah. <laughs> me too. I was like, God, you know what? Never mind. Hey. Uh, the coffee man has cometh. And he doesn't really? have to like duck down. Because I think awkwardly. of like a a ninety year old lady named Edith working at a truck stop. <laughs> I just like how he blew Jason completely off. I appreciate That's my that as well. Part. He was just like, yeah, no, you're good. Um, oh, oh, but, quick work reference. You're only you're only one that's going to get this, but you know Daryl. Yeah, Daryl and Gavinize, super eccentric fella. I like him. Positive, but overwhelming. Great guy. So like me and me and uh, Jason, the other Jason that work here, we're dealing with a problem. We're like running all around, and so I see Daryl coming, and he obviously has something on his mind. He tries to get a get Jason doesn't get his attention, and we go this way, then we go this way. So Daryl goes to cut us off, and he stands right in our walking path, and as we're walking by, he goes, "Hey Jason, I just wanted to ask you something real quick. If you had a." And Jason just came right by him. Didn't hear him. If we were on the street, bro, he would have ran over a puddle, and and Daryl would have been soaking wet. <laughs> and that's what that reminded me. That's of. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, no, along the website thing, while I'm there too, if you guys can go to justthetipcigars.com, poke around at the inventory. Okay. Um, we're we're working to turn it into a store, um, but I want to hash out as many of the bugs as I can. If you go to justtipcigars.com, do live inventory. Um, you can see what I have in stock at any mo- I, I mean, it's tied directly into the POS system. So you can see, does he have this? Troy yes. Harper believes I'm correct about the third. You know, I despise that. I need to change that. Shall we go ahead and jump into the events real quick here yeah. and knock them out? we got Tuesday, March 12th at Dirty Dog. Give me all the green sheep. sheep. AB's only. Uh, Why are you getting green sheep? Because I, I didn't want to save the thing and have to pay a quarter for reading off the sheet, and it was bleeped on the sheet. Dude, give me all the green shiitake mushrooms. There you go. That's give me all the green shih tzus. AB's own Ryan Ponist is back with the best of the green labels, Filthy Hooligan, Shamrocks, and Tullamore Dew. Now, it doesn't have to be green to get great deals on it. It just has to be from the shop's top brand, Alec Bradley. I don't know about you, but this has me feeling lucky. That's not that's that's a quote. I, I'm not feeling particularly lucky today. Saturday, March sixteenth at the Main Street Tavern in Mun Hall, you can come see the monthly acoustic show of the Strum Junkies. Corey and Nick will be playing a diverse lineup of all your favorites and maybe something special for St. Patty's Day. Maybe you'll get to hear some monkey farts. Come wear your green and hang out with Pittsburgh's junkiest acoustic duo. Of all the acoustic acts in Pittsburgh, we're one of them. Sunday, March 17th at the Smokestack, Everything Tobacco, it's back! One of the largest and most anticipated events of the year, Ryan Ponis is now over at the Smokestack with Forged Cigar, 
fart cigars. Why not? Uh, plenty of limited and sought-after filthy hooligans and shamrocks to go around. Deals on all Alec Bradley products, including the new post-embargo blend Code B15. It'll help you earn, uh, earn tickets to win amazing prizes. What prizes, you ask? How about a custom Alec Bradley DuPont lighter cutter set? That's actually a great prize. <laughs> How about a special rare bottle of the Alec Bradley and Starlight Barrel Pick? And more food fun festivities to go around. Also, a Penn Brewery slinging beers to keep the merriment going. You're not going to want to be left out. This is only at the stack. Do we have any just the tip events that are left out on this? I know we got the monthlies. Hit it up. Yep, we have the Liberty Pole event happening today. Today! Uh, we, we had an oh, auto. Great people. Sunday, great Sunday, people. Sunday. I, I cannot tell you how much I love the fact that you have the folks from Liberty Pool coming down here on a regular basis. Yeah. It, and I said pool, it's Liberty Pole. I'm surprised um, you didn't buy Kirill's uh, limo to drive back and forth. But uh, it's, they're, they're such a the down-to-earth genuine. people, genuine, pe- genuine company, dude. Yeah. They are when, a little more intelligent than I'd like. <laughs> They're like doctors. <laughs> They're all so oh, yeah. smart. The whole family, yeah. Like what uh, I keep forgetting that woman's name. Ellen. 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 I, I don't I don't know why I cannot remember Ellen's name. It's generally Ellen. But she generally. I'm not gonna make that connection. Yeah. But she is she is such a like kind, warm hearted, inviting person, and she is wickedly intelligent. Yeah, just off the charts smart and like you said, that she just has such a warm personality. People are just drawn to her. It, yep. it, she's excellent. For, for her to be that smart and that approachable is she a, got street smarts and book smarts. She, that is a very rare quality in someone as hyper intelligent as she mm-hmm. is. She should be the face of some of them bottles. Aunt Ellen's uh, Pennsylvania whiskey. You know what I mean? Get her in a bonnet. Maybe just make the bottle shaped I'm like sure her. She'd punch you in the arm. I'm telling her that, that today. Oh no, I'm telling. <laughs> she's absolutely gonna hit me, but I'm gonna tell her that. Like anyway. Aunt Jemima meets Betty Crocker meets drunk off your butt. Yes. Okay. Um. So yeah, we have that event happening today. Mm-hmm. Uh, this coming Tuesday is going to be karaoke night. Um. Jesus. And then throughout March, so our standard lineup is going to be uh, first Tuesday trivia, second Tuesday of the month is chess. Third Tuesday's poker. Last Tuesday's karaoke. Um, we're going to be running that. Karate-oki. karate I'm going to make a poster. And then we do have, uh, keep an eye on the website, because our March Madness uh, events and brackets and everything are going to be coming out soon, oh. as well as St. Patty's Day information, which I completely forgot about until like four days ago. So Real like quick, Weak Fish, let's get Mike Dove. Can we have cartoon versions of me and Jason on your poster and geese? Doing karate that'd be great. And, I want to uh, look like Samurai Jack. Is is the murder mystery dinner? Is that on permanent back burner right we, now? We are, is there a plan? We are on a little bit of a hiatus. Yeah, okay, because my wife will be right extremely now. offended if she's not included. And then I have to point out, Ryan Seneca says the hot dog roller behind Jason is speaking to me. I assume he's talking about Eric. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what. I never thought these words would come out of my mouth. I'm proud of you. Yeah, that was that was, was that was excellent. That yep. was beautiful. Um, <sighs> I'm going to touch on oh, on the cigar. The retro hill on this cigar mm-hmm. is perfect for somebody who's just learning to retro and wants to experience a little bit of pepper. Yeah, like if you're if you're learning how to retro hill, yeah, per, very Perdomo. Easy. It's it's approachable, but the pepper's there. 
the that that bite, that zing, whatever you want to call it. What I know from zing. Zing. <laughs> zing. Now I want a Bloody Mary. Zing zang's so good. That stuff makes Bloody Marys too easy. Way too easy. You got anything else? Um just the call to arms, I think. Final check-in. Um, my experience with this Perdomo 20th anniversary uh, sun-grown torpedo. Approachable for everybody. Especially if you're in the medium to mild, maybe medium plus category. This is for sure something that should be on your list as a potential daily smoker. Um, we appreciate you guys supporting us. Please also consider supporting Cigars for Warriors and the Cigar Rights of America. They're two of our favorite organizations, as well as uh, we have a representative in the audience of Mission 22, Jeffrey Scales, um, an awesome organization. We do a lot of local work in the Pittsburgh cigar shops and actually all Pennsylvania cigar shops um, for that organization. Very cool. So check them out as well. Um, just remember, one last time, if you're listening to this, we would appreciate your support. Um, one of the other big things that we don't talk about is the actual podcast page. So not the Facebook group, but the podcast page that we broadcast this show from. If you could follow that, that would help us yeah. tremendously because there's actually money locked in limbo that we can't get to until that happens. So like, subscribe, share, follow the page, say the thing. Jason, wait, wait. Final thoughts on the cigar from Jason. Okay. I did want to touch on that. Oh, sorry. sorry. No, I, I almost said it too, and I was like, wait, no, he didn't get his. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I got his. But that was cool. I was just going to gloss over it and not worry about yeah, it. Yeah, but let's hear it. But uh, yeah, I, I agree with Corey. I would, it's definitely something uh, that is approachable. Uh, it's something that I would like as like the first cigar of the day. Or if you're doing something outside, this would be a great outside cigar. Uh, because I've noticed that when I smoke a cigar outside, uh, like when I'm golfing, it has not a way different taste, but a moderately different taste. Yeah. Physical exertion. Um, not only that, weather weather yeah, has an effect. Sure. Wind. So a, know, a well-constructed cigar. Right. We're, we're, we're out on the golf course. I would definitely smoke this cigar out on the golf course because yeah. uh, it had... I don't know if I'm just putting this in my own mind are you putting it on a pedestal no not putting it on a pedestal like like the placebo effect you know what i'm saying yeah if uh like having all like the god i i'm sitting here trying to like make a serious point don't put the you're trying to work through it without the jokes and not not tee up jokes for Corey to just sit there and bang (laughs) out of the park the whole time i bang in the park but like uh like don't put the Perdomo the, on a pedestal. It's the same reason you don't brew beer or you don't cook your wort outside. Your yeah. wort. Wort. W-A-R-T. That's W-O-R-T. That's about more good. You don't cook your wort out or you don't boil your wort outside because the natural yeasts in the air will make its way. And they're going for it fast. Oh, yeah. And that will 100% change the flavor of your beer. But I think... That smoking outside, like, amongst the trees and stuff like that, especially, like, during the springtime and whatever, uh, lend a different flavor to a lighter cigar like that. Yeah. And in some cases, enhance the flavor. Boy, that was hard to get through. No, you're good. That's what Um, she said? Yeah, definitely. uh, And if you're looking for, like, a progression, too, follow this up with uh, either the 20th or the 30th Maduro, and it'll bring the pepper down a little bit and bring the body up. And it's a cool way to transition away from that. 
Um, I don't think the 10th would give the same. I don't think you'd get the same thing out of doing it with the 10th anniversary Maduro just because it's it's blended completely different. Uh, I'm going to give you a, a visual cue in just a second to start, but you give me an idea for the. Okay, so it's going to be. Go ahead. You can do any of the. Bring the pepper down. Bring the body up. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's necessary. Hang with us every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. We do the show live. Say the thing. Salud. Thanks, guys.